least understanding the nervous system on a basic level to support you in your business, but also really in every area of your life. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 92. Honestly, this topic is something both Court and I are extremely interested in, and we plan to nerd out on not just SEO this time, but the science behind our nervous system health and how this can affect our ability to scale our business. Once you step into that CEO role, it's kind of crazy how quickly you realize your personal life, health, and stress can affect your work. There's no work-life balance. Entrepreneurship is this harmonious mix of both worlds, and harmonious is that word that we are always searching for. So how much of this is due to our nervous system? What even is our nervous system? How do we know if we're out of balance? These are all questions we dig into in this episode, along with tools you can use today to find that harmony we are all searching for. Are you ready? Hello, Chelsea. Thank you so much for joining us on the Duo On Air podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really stoked to chat with y'all today. Yeah, yeah, us too. Uh, We aren't going to give it away, but we are very excited (laughs) about this. And I feel like this is something that I know in my personal life I need to work on, which therefore affects my business life, which is just a whole big funnel. So how about you tell us a little about who you are and what your business is, and we can kind of jump into all the juicy things that we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. So I actually have two businesses. Um, The first one is as a fractional CEO. So I come in and I'm basically a part-time CEO for small businesses that are at the million dollar, million and a half dollar revenue mark um, whose founders need help. So I come in and do fractional CEO services for them. And then the other business I have is for emerging entrepreneurs, which is a coaching and educational uh, company where I essentially help small aspiring small business owners navigate the deeply tumultuous, chaotic, uncertain, insert many more adjectives here terrain that is starting your own business and actually getting it to a point where it generates revenue and you feel sane inside of it and you like what you're doing and you know what you're doing. Um, so those are the two, those are the two different companies, both playing inside of businesses. I really, I fancy myself. I'm such a creative at heart. I'm such an artist at heart. And, um, I actually relatively recently said to a mentor of mine that I'm an artist, but my current medium is business. So some people are painters, artists, and they work inside of paint. I'm an artist and I work inside of business. I love, I love that. I actually think that uh, like everybody's an artist then, you know, like it's, it's funny that you phrase it that way because it like 
the word artist, everybody's like, oh, I can't draw. Like I can only draw stick people and that's the best thing I can do. And you're like, but actually if you're, you know, the thing that you're good at and you're passionate about you, it's a form of art and you are the artist. So I love how you phrase that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and especially as business owners, as entrepreneurs, part of your job description, I would argue, is to make something out of nothing that resonates with people. At the very core, as entrepreneurs, that's what we do. And tell me, where does that misalign with being an artist? Mm -hmm. An artist takes a canvas and painter, canvas and charcoal, and some people have the skill of drawing, some people have the skill of singing, some people have the skill of acting, whatever, writing. Business owners do the same thing. There are some different trappings, and yes, we consider sales, but also I've, I've worked with some artists as clients. Yep, they do the same thing. They also have to play in the world of business. So <laughs> business as art is one of my OG core tenants. And you're right, we are all artists, at least in my view. Whether it's stick people or business or a song, or what, like we're all artists because we're creating something from nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So one the topic we're going to talk about today is all about the importance of your nervous system health as a founder, as a marketer, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, and how that just affects everything that we do. So can you give us just a quick overview of what our nervous system is and why it's so crucial to be in alignment? Yes. <laughs> well, quick. We will yeah. see. We will see what I can do with that. <laughs> um, so essentially, your nervous system is your biology. Right now, the three of us are sitting here, and all three of our nervous systems are doing not literally an infinite number of things, but close to an infinite. It's so many things that we could just say an infinite number of things. Our nervous systems are allowing us to breathe right now are allowing my brain to connect to all of the information stored in my brain and speak right now when I want to speak. It's allowing me to feel calm enough to be present here. It is constantly scanning my environment right now to see, is there any danger? Do I need to mobilize? Do I need to have that fight, flight, freeze response? The nervous system is essentially your brain and body, you have your central nervous system and your autonomic nervous system. And we call it the nervous system just as a kind of catch all. This is the system that essentially allows you, all of us, to think, do everything you want to do, and stay regulated in order to do the things you need to do. So sometimes that means stay down, go down regulated when you need to go to sleep. Sometimes it means get upregulated when you need to motivate to do a workout, to get ready for a launch, to show up for a call with a client or a call with a potential investor, right? All of those things are governed by your nervous system. It is the kind of underlying biology that allows all of us to function, which kind of suggests why it's so important to understand this system, at least at a basic level. You don't have to nerd out on the science like I have. If it if that's your jam, go for it. But 
at least understanding the nervous system on a basic level so that you can learn to, what I say, like speak the language of your nervous system and then apply certain tools and really leverage your nervous system as the tool that it is to support you for the purposes of our conversation in your business, but also really in every area of your life. Because again, it is the biology, the underlying infrastructure that allows you to do, be, feel everything. So I can already tell you... my mind is going to be blown in this episode. <laughs> and yeah. also I'm just like sitting here thinking, I'm like, okay, so when we started a business, we're like, we need a brand and we need a website and we need this. And you never are like, how's my nervous system? Like you never <laughs> like think to check in on like how you are doing, like from that perspective, you, you're just already diving into all of these things that you have to check off, but you never think about like things like this. Like I guarantee you, nobody thinks about their nervous system when they're starting a business, but it probably plays a huge role in just obviously your everyday life, but even in your business. And it's just mind blowing. Completely. Yeah. And that's, as I was getting ready to chat with y'all about this, that was one of the things that I was really thinking about. And it's actually how I came to be I'm seven and a half years into business at this point, and it's how I came to be so passionate about the nervous system and having this be a part of business development and business strategy because two and a half, three years into my business, I should have been further along based on all the metrics. Like, I know what to do. I've hired the coaches. I've done the things. I have the funnel. I have the, 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 why am I not where I need to be? The answer was because I was actually terrified, terrified to be selling. The prospect of raising prices literally set my heart racing, my thoughts racing. I was sweating. And that's a nervous system response. My default was to be like, Chelsea, what is wrong with you? Everyone else can do it. Look at the people on Instagram, everybody, blah, 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 blah. That's not useful what really so what really set me into this path was like okay what is happening here why are some people terrified to go live why are some people terrified to be on camera why are some people terrified to start the podcast like that thing that stops us or maybe doesn't stop us but prevents us from being really us so to speak um that's what i wanted to get to the crux of because we can all Google our way to the website, to the Facebook ads, or we can hire the people, or we can figure out how to build the funnel. But if there's still something that gets in the way, and this is bigger than mindset work, because I was doing affirmations left, right, and center, <laughs> and I love them, no shade, but it wasn't, I still was like sweating at the prospect of saying like, all right, I'm on a sales call. Hello, client. And my prices are <laughs> terrified, terrified. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think it's so true that that kind of hits when you get a few years into your business, because you start to have that imposter syndrome of like, why is so-and-so so much further along? Like it can't be manifestation only, right? Like it can't be that they just manifested their way into this. Like, how did, how is that 
working for them. And like in the early days, I mean, I'm using quotes here. It's easy in a sense that you can, you need to like read some guides on how to set up your website or on how to like it. There's templates, there's templates kind of to get started sometimes like, okay, I know I need a website. Now I need this. Like there's really good guides in Pinterest that are like how to get started with your business. And you can follow these how-to steps and you can do it. And then you're in your business. And then all of a sudden you're like, there's no guide. Like there's no more guides. Like there, there's things you see out there where the, how to get to six figures, how to get to five figures, how to like, and then there's blueprints and whatever. There's so many things, but it's like nothing that's really straightforward and helpful because every single person, every business, like you're unique. You can't follow a blueprint that's custom made for 500 people when you might be way different than someone else. So I love that you took all of that internally and kind of said like, what, what's going on? Like, why, what do I need to work on me as a human being to like get to that next level? Because there's no blueprint or crazy course or anything else that's going to help me kind of get there without me figuring out myself first. Absolutely. So tell, what did you do? Like, tell us a little bit about like, first, I mean, number one is kind of identifying those things, right? Like identifying like something's off, like I need to figure out what it is, but then what do you do about it once you kind of figure that out? Because you can be like, okay, I'm sweating. I need a different deodorant. (laughs) Like likely there's something else, right? (laughs) Yes. um, I'm a hot yoga teacher as well. So the sweat is normal for me. The sweat in this context was abnormal. Um, so as you said, the first thing is identifying what's happening for you, like identifying your blocks, we could say, or your triggers. Um, because as you said, everyone is different. So for me, prices was terrifying and, um, selling was terrifying. I've never had a problem being on video. I've never, a lot of things that are typically challenging for a lot of folks didn't phase me. And so this is, again, if you, there's a blueprint for like the top 10 most common imposter syndrome triggers, whatever, I don't know. If there's a PDF download that you can get, it's maybe not going to get you there. You have to identify what are your things, what is problematic and challenging for you inside of your business. And I have Uh, honestly, so many clients over the last seven years who initially wanted to start their businesses. And then we discovered like, okay, these are the things, oh, they, we got to go back to phase one. Like we got to go back and do some healing work. We got to go back and develop more nervous system flexibility and a wider window of tolerance is what we call it before it's actually going to be feasible for you to do a launch. Not to say everyone has to go back to zero. I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination, but business is such a, I think other than parenthood, starting a business is like number one personal development accelerator crash course. And so it starts with identifying where is this business needing me to expand, needing me to heal, needing me to grow. Um, and for me, in those early days of what the heck is happening, um, I've, I've, I had the benefit of um, growing up with two very nerdy parents 
um, and a mom who, when I was in high school, was getting her PhD in cognitive behavioral neuroscience. And I've been a writer and an editor from for as long as I can remember. So I edited her dissertation and like helped her do things like that. So I sort of spoke the language of the nervous system already. And having gone to lots of therapy and trauma and all of these things, I had this sense of the strategy, the logical things. Like I have the website, I have the photos. I, I ticked all those boxes. I've done the mindset work. I'm doing the affirmations. Okay, what else is happening? There must be something deeper. And so I went back to that pre-existing body of knowledge I had and essentially started looking at how can I make it possible for myself to do what I know I need to do, sell things, tell people my prices, raise my prices, were the things for me. How can I make it okay to do that? How can I get myself to do that in a way that isn't force or just like gritting my teeth and pushing through it? And so I started leveraging the tools I had from my background as a yoga teacher. I started leveraging my understanding of, okay, what happens when we do yoga that we feel calm afterward? Okay, it's breath, it's movement. Okay, so can I play with that? That led me into a deeper understanding of somatics. Um, somatic essentially means the body. It's the Latin root word soma equals body. So somatic work equals body-based work. And so I started looking more into somatics, which led me to a friend of mine who taught this methodology called ERE, Tension and Trauma Releasing Exercises. So I learned that. Then I discovered emotional freedom technique and tapping. Then I learned that. It was really honestly this huge uh, dive into what tools exist to regulate the nervous system. And when we say regulate the nervous system, I essentially mean be able to get yourself to a point where you can do, where you can have clear access to your creative mind, your logical mind, your thinking mind, and you can take action. That's the sort of regulated state, to put it in a nutshell. So sometimes it means I'm anxious, I'm hyper, I'm over activated. My nervous system is in the sympathetic response. I need to bring it down. Sometimes it means I'm more in the depressed, lethargic, can't get motivated, feel stuck, feel fuzzy. I need to upregulate. But I spent a couple of years, a good few years, really diving into how do I do this for myself? Started seeing success. I mean, I went from, I don't, numbers and money isn't like the only metric. And I feel very curious about all the use of money in marketing, but I made about $36,000 one year when I had this sort of inflection moment of what the heck is happening. Let me figure out how to do what I need to do. I jumped up to $150,000 the next year. And fully, I, I did things strategically that I knew I needed to do a year before, but I couldn't make myself. And that is the biggest shift was in learning these tools, understanding, the language of my nervous system so that I could see, okay, my heart is racing. I'm sweating. I need to calm down, apply this particular tool. So then I can go jump on an Instagram story, feel calm, present, 
communicate confidence and sell my service, sell my product, show up for my launch, and then do it again and again and again and again. And eventually it is less scary. Yeah. Yeah, That's incredible. I feel like when you were taking us through that, you sound like a business therapist plus yoga instructor. (laughs) It's like if your business needs a therapist and a yoga instructor, you're the person to go to because you help people tap into those you know, techniques on how to apply things like that to your business. When you think of therapy or yoga, you're thinking, oh, this is like my personal time, right? Like this is for me to talk about the things that are happening in my life personally, but you never take that and think about it for your business and how you feel when you are going live on Instagram or like, what, what is it that your body is doing? That's like making you stop doing those things, you know, and tapping into those by working with someone like you, I I can't even imagine what you know, what you could tap into for your business. That's incredible. I'm laughing because business therapist, business whisperer is what the fractional CEO business is called. I call myself the business whisperer because a client called me that. I was like, Ooh, thank you. That is genius. Yes, I will be immediately going to see if it is available. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, Uh, And someone too, in your business, if you can have someone and it doesn't have to be me. There are plenty of people, but like, if you can have someone and be this person for yourself who can both hold the emotional nervous system, emotional, mental, energetic nervous system understanding alongside the strategy, like that is everything. That is absolutely everything. And it's a question I have in courses, in one-on-one relationships, like One of the first questions that I ask any human who's working in their business to ask themselves when we're making a plan, developing a launch strategy, any of it, launching a product, whatever, is, okay, tell me first what's going on. Like, okay, we have the sense of here's the timeline. We've got this product. So we've got like, you know, a six-month lead time if it's a digital product, much longer if it's physical, but we've got the six-month lead time. All right, what's happening in your life in the next six months? Tell me about your capacity. Tell me about what challenges are going to get in the way. And then we start building the strategy around that. Because what I know for sure is if you don't ask yourself those questions first, you are going to end up feeling like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I do it? Oh my God, I need to send this email. And it's been two weeks and I haven't sent the email and it's still sitting in my inbox. I'm like, oh, and you are going to give your brain and your body more and more evidence to say, I can't do this. It's not safe for me to do this. I'll never make it happen. Versus if we plan for this season is always particularly challenging for me. Winter is rough for me. I need to have a little bit less going on then. And when you start to view your business, the, the, the phrase, it's just business, make me absolutely nuts. Like maybe if we're Fortune 500, but actually not even then. I don't even buy it then. It is not just business especially in small business, this is so personal and we have to weave the personal into it if we want long-term sustainable success. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so true though. You You have to take that into account. We put deadlines and timelines on projects, on ourselves, on our business 
and we call them goals, right? We put timelines and we call them goals. And then we think if we don't hit them that we failed. And in reality, you, we could just be structuring things completely wrong because we're structuring them in the mindset of our business and where we want our business to be. But we forget that we run our business. And at the end of the day, small business owners, entrepreneurs, we are our business. <laughs> like that is the business. And if we go away, so does our business. So you need to take that into account. Like you have to consider your life because that affects everything you do. So yeah, that's, that is beyond powerful. So I want to talk about some of the like techniques and tips that you have, but before that, I would love to know if you have advice. So say someone's listening to this and they're like, okay, great. Your problems and like the things that you realize you're struggling with are sales. I don't know what I'm struggling with. Like, how would you help someone uncover, okay, where are those things that are breaking down your nervous system? Totally. Um, so what I would have you do is just start with nervous system tracking. So all I want you to do is say, set a uh, timeline. I'm going to say at least three days. I'd love for it to be a week, but I know that can feel overwhelming. Um, so at least three days when you are working, so three of your working days, and I want you to put a note in your phone, have a journal with you, whatever. I want you to track every single time you feel stress, anxious, what a, anything negative when you are inside of your business and jot down what was happening, what is the emotion, what am I aware of? Ideally, what are body sensations that you're aware of? Um, when I do this with clients, I will actually walk it through live of like, okay, tell me everything you did in the last week. And I will be tracking for when does their voice change? When does their body language change? When do they sort of move away? When do they move closer? When do they start talking louder? When does they start talking? Like all of those things we're tracking for and I'll be like, okay, what just happened? Tell me what just happened. What are you feeling right now? So you can do that for yourself though, by noticing what happened today that was stressful. It can be in real time or at the end of the day, like make this work for you. But I want you to just start, you're, you're a scientist right now. You are a researcher gathering data. Imagine you're in the Galapagos Islands watching the lizards, I don't know. And you are just watching yourself. <laughs> um, you're watching yourself to observe what happens that stops me from moving forward? We are not doing any judgment. We are not making any meaning of it. That's why I want you to have like three to seven days of data. Gather that data. Do not look at it until you are done gathering the data and then go back and look at it. Ideally, if you've got, if you have a coach, if you have a business bestie, if you're family members, if you have someone or a friend who is supportive and like really gets your business, don't share your business with people who don't get it, but go with someone to help kind of look at it and help you identify the patterns of, oh my gosh, every time I do or try to do fill in the blank, I suddenly open 40 tabs and distract myself because I'm really stressed. Like I end up on YouTube every single time I try to fill in the blank. That is your information. That is pointing you directly to, okay, what happened right before I try to distract myself? I scrolled on Instagram for an hour. I cleaned my house or my office. Like look for those things. And that will start to give you your answers of what's getting in the way. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think the time to do that too, because you can do that in a day or in an instance and be like, oh, okay, it's this and then move on, Mm -hmm. but not realize that there could be something else that's totally crowding that, that you need the time to like sit down and actually do that to figure out what it is. Yeah. That's so crazy too, because you probably like, like you said, like you just go to YouTube or you open a thousand tabs and you're doing that and not realizing that you're like pushing something else away. You're, mm-hmm. it's just your outlet essentially. And if you start tracking that, then you're like, oh my gosh, this is why. Like, I don't want to do this task or I get nervous when I have to do this. So I try to divert and go do something else because I just want to push this aside and not work on it. Yeah. Especially yeah. because most, I don't know about most of us, what I have most commonly seen is that the avoidance tactics that are ultimately your your nervous system trying to keep you safe you are not screwing up it's your nervous system being like oh we have sensed a threat illogical as it may be we have sensed a threat let's go look over here and most of the time you go look at other business accounts you go look at that pdf that you downloaded that you keep telling yourself that you need to do you go work on your website you go like you're doing business things in theory but you're avoiding the thing that you know will actually move the needle forward and build momentum toward generating revenue, growing your audience, actually setting up automation so you don't have to be in your business 24-7, right? Um, and that's, these, these, the nervous system can get sneaky. Our brains can get so sneaky on us, y'all. <laughs> like, it looks like we're working. I am really, all 40 of these tabs are necessary and related to my business when they're actually like, that's none of them are moving things forward we could close them all and nothing bad would happen I'm starting to wonder what was wrong with me last week because at one point I had (laughs) probably 35 tabs up and I'm like oh no (laughs) I need to start I need to do this three to seven days of tracking what's going on yeah and not what's wrong with you just briefly not what's wrong with you what was going on with you yes Uh, and it's just it's a subtle shift because this one the one of the things that before I started nerding out on the nervous system and applying it to business, the reason I want literally everyone on the planet to understand their nervous system is that it I've seen it again and again and experienced it in my life, dissolve any sense of shame or guilt or embarrassment around so many of the things that we typically say like what is wrong with me with this really weird behavior that I do or this weird embarrassing thing that I do when you understand your nervous system it can actually dissolve so much of that and even with like relationships partnerships client relationships sales relation any of it it can dissolve so much especially team relationships oh my gosh the team transformations I've seen from like applying this information wild but the shift from what's wrong with me to what's going on with me as kind of like cheesy life coachy as that sounds is so powerful and when it's rooted in an understanding of dude your body's just trying to like keep you safe mm-hmm. your amygdala the sort of old, one of the oldest parts of our brain thinks you are in danger. And probably what happened last week is that your amygdala somehow thought you were in danger. And just like you wouldn't be like 
to a toddler who gets scared by a loud noise and is crying and having a hard time, you wouldn't be like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? How embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope none of us would do that. Your amygdala is about the same, like, about at the same level as a toddler. And so that's the part when you understand, like, I had no control over that. But now that I have awareness and I have tools, which we'll get into, now I do have control over that. Now I can take agency over like, oh, hello, little toddler brain. I have that conversation with myself regularly. Like, oh, hi, hi, three-year-old Chels. Okay. You're a little stressed today. I can see that. You probably need a nap and a snack. So here's how we're going to take care of you so that CEO Chelsea can be the one making decisions in my business not toddler Chelsea. I love love that. that. (laughs) You need to make that a real, um, if you haven't already, (laughs) uh, (laughs) right. Let's talk about those techniques. So I'd love to know, like, what are some of the exercises you do yourself or share with your clients that you find kind of helps us regulate this and make sure that our toddler brains aren't leading the charge. Which I'm going to jump in here real quick because I heard you say tapping earlier and I'm kind of curious about that one in particular because when I was pregnant, I was, I was seeing a massage therapist to just kind of help me with some anxiety and she said, she started talking to me about tapping and I'm like, what? And I never did it. (laughs) I never did it because I never, you know, I didn't find the time, all sorts of excuses, but she said she started having her son do it too. And it like, (laughs) she said she started to notice it drastically helping him. So that's one of the ones I'm just like really curious about if you could touch on that one for sure. Absolutely. Con- uh, conveniently, that was one of the ones I was gonna gonna drop into. So, um, first, before I go into this, just a note to fellow skeptics of alternative healing tools. I'm like, I'm a yoga teacher. I go to acupuncture. At this point, I'm like waist deep into all of it. Um, but when I first heard of tapping, ten years ago now, probably. I, it was from a friend who was very excited about it and very woo and esoteric and all of the things. And I was so horrible and judgmental. I forgive myself and she and I processed it, but I was like, oh, okay, you tap on your hand and then you feel better. Wow, that sounds real. Um, <laughs> so to fellow skeptics, um, that was me. And um That is part of why when I decided to get certified in emotional freedom technique and tapping, they are similar modalities that are typically grouped together, um, but not technically the same thing. I decided to work with a um, PhD, longtime practicing therapist who actually, just for context, um, the woman who trained me has most of the work that she does is going around to sites of um, to towns, communities where massive traumas have happened. Um, so various genocides, the genocide in Rwanda, she has gone to do provide EFT work there um, to sites of mass shootings. Um, so in New Sandy Hook um, and Parkland, I actually got to, to go down to Parkland, Florida with her to train like the community in EFT and being able to provide this both for uh, providers and for providers to provide it to people coming in. Um, so through those experiences, this is actually one of the most EFT and tapping or one of the most evidence-based uh, tools for 
nervous system regulation. Specifically, these are studying like huge, huge, massive traumas. Um, but it is super legit, which I share mostly because I, I was skeptical as can be, and it can sound really silly and weird. Um, so when we're thinking about tools, I want to provide a very basic frame where let's say, okay, so I've noticed that every time I try to post on Instagram, I get terrified. Okay. Every time I try to post on Instagram, I get terrified. Then you want to notice what response shows up when you get terrified. Is it anxiety, heart racing, racing thoughts, like freeze, fight or flight? Like, is it that kind of, where are you in the spectrum? Because if you are distracting and avoiding, if you just kind of shut down and start to numb out and scroll or whatever, what that tells us is that you are in more of a parasympathetic nervous system, more of a shutdown response. So we want to do something that is going to bring you up into the, the ability to mobilize and move forward. If you are more anxious, heart racing, terrified, you are sympathetic. And so we actually want to calm you down. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. yep. Yes. <laughs> when I nerd out on the science, I want to at least interrupt myself so I don't go too much um, with people being like, we don't know what you're talking about. So no, that was perfect. Fabulous. So if let's say we're in sympathetic, I go to go live, I go to post and like my heart is racing. My thoughts are racing. I'm nervous. That is a, we want to downregulate. So this is where I'm going to say, so we can all find um, on the back of your hand. Uh, so you're looking for your hand bones between your um, like ring finger hand bone and your pinky finger hand bone. So the little soft spot in between those two. And you're just going to lightly tap. It doesn't matter which hand. It doesn't matter how many fingers. Just lightly tapping there. This is called the gamut point in emotional freedom technique. It's one of the fastest points. So just lightly tapping here and starting to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And the technique can be this simple. Some people, depending on it, ultimately how quickly you're going to feel a shift depends on how intense things are at the moment. If your thoughts are really spiraling, then I would add something like, I am safe. So the affirmation saying out loud while you're tapping, while you're breathing, I am safe. Or I am okay. If you've identified there's a particular negative thought, scary thought, say the opposite of it out loud. Typically within, I mean, maybe five minutes max, you're going to start to feel a shift by breathing in deeply through your nose, out through your mouth while you are tapping and get yourself back to a more calm, neutral point. Now, an important note here is that calm and neutral doesn't mean like, now I magically feel like a superhero and I'm not scared at all of Instagram. Because the reality is, if you are having that response, the, symp the sympathetic nervous system response of Instagram scares the crap out of me, that means to your brain and your body, this feels like a threat to your safety. Illogical, but that's what it means. So the more that you do this, the easier it's gonna become and getting yourself to the point where I can take action and then take a moment after you take the action, you press post, you do the live, you whatever, take a moment to come back in and be like, I was safe. I am okay. Drop back into the tapping, drop back into the breath so that you're giving yourself kind of these bookends 
That's a lot of what nervous system toning, we call it. It's a nervous system workout. That's a lot of what it is about. Do the tool ahead of time so you can take the action without dissociating, without freezing, then come back afterwards and get yourself back to like, okay, actually I did the scary thing and I'm safe. So then if you are down-regulated, if you're like, I can't get motivated, I'm unclear, I'm fuzzy, this is where I like to turn to um, breath work. And essentially what we're doing is intentionally hyperventilating, which is weird. It feels weird. It sounds weird, which is why I name. A lot of these tools are so weird, y'all. The body's weird. The nervous system's weird. <laughs> if I've learned nothing else, that's it. <laughs> Our bodies are weird. Um, so breathing, though, in through your nose, out through your mouth, where the inhale is longer than the exhale. So a lot of times what that will look like is inhale for four, exhale for two. So, and like already I'm feeling like, ooh, I'm ready to go in just a few breaths. Essentially longer inhales than exhales gives you more energy, upregulate. The opposite is also true. Longer exhales than inhales will downregulate. It's great if you need to sleep, if you are overexcited, over if you're anxious. So those, the breath and the tapping are my sort of two instant go-tos. I do also have an entire library of regulation rituals for this. Um, and I have a free version of it if people want. Like I made this entire library specifically for, these are the things entrepreneurs experience. Here's a library for like, when the client says no, when the launch isn't going well, when you make a mistake, like all of those things. Yeah, that's, that is very powerful. And I think those are like simple things that we just don't take the time to do too, or remind ourselves that we have to do them. Um, and I think that's also like, I know for myself, it's sometimes even just like walking away and like just taking a step back and like realizing like, yes. okay, something's off, um, which is why you kind of have to do the hard work to get there. And you had mentioned like it took years for you to do mm -hmm. that. And it takes a long time for something to become a habit, just like this. So, um, so yeah, I would love to know too. So when you notice something like, okay, say you've identified these things is the, should the point always be to try and not get over it? I don't want to use that word, but figure out how to like stay calm through it or is sometimes the answer to because we think about this a lot of times that as entrepreneurs the answer everyone says is to outsource it like stop doing it don't do that anymore if it's causing you stress so I'd love to know your take on that like mm. is that always the answer or sometimes do we need to conquer it for ourselves? that is such a good question and one of the few that I've it's rare to get a question you've never been asked before and I have not <laughs> been asked that before what I a feel great odd. question <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so my answers are pretty much never yes or no. There's so much, nothing about this is a binary really. And so I think that just like most other things, the answer to that question is going to come down to an understanding of what is actually happening for you. So let's say you notice that every time you open Facebook ads manager, you are totally flooded and like, I don't know what I'm doing and I have no idea how to read this. And I don't even know if my ads are working. And so I'm like, are you borrowing an example from myself? And 
I don't know what I'm doing here. And you get flooded and you avoid it and you never optimize your ads. Literally using an example for myself. So let's say that's happening. Okay, that is happening for me in real time. So now I get to analyze, all right, what's underneath the surface here? Why do I get so dysregulated when I open Facebook Ads Manager? And for me, the answer is because I don't totally understand the system. I know enough to be dangerous to Facebook ads and myself and my business, but I don't really, I'm not an expert. So, okay. In that moment, I can say, do I need to be an expert? I don't need to be an expert. Do I want to be an expert? Am I avoiding something by not being an expert? Is this imposter syndrome? Am I right? Like I can walk through these questions to see, is there something inside of me that is asking for healing that is going to get in the way long-term of my business? In this case, the answer is no, hire the ad strategist. For me, the answer is like, no, absolutely not. I just don't want to be a Facebook ad strategist. Know enough to work well with an ad strategist, like, but I don't need to become an ad strategist to prove to myself that I like, no, I don't need that to be healed or whole or run my business well. But if going back a few years when I was terrified of selling and every time I went on stories to be like new offers here and I sounded so like I didn't believe in it and sounded crazy like, okay, is there something that's underneath? Is there something coming up for me? Well, yeah, there was a feeling of like, I'm not good enough. I'm like, is this offer even good enough? Like, who would even buy this? Why would people should buy from other people? Like, I'm so stupid. Why do I like, that's what was under the surface. So that already, okay, is there something for healing? Yeah, yeah. Is there something that's going to get in the way of my business? I could hire a sales team, but if I don't believe in the product I'm selling, or if I don't have the skill to sell, yeah, I think that's going to get in the way of my business. So I think the answer is you've got to look deeper at what's under the surface here. If something is asking for healing and or is going to get in the way of your business long-term, that's a, you do the inner work, maybe while you outsource, maybe you outsource after you do the inner work and master the thing. That I think is kind of the crux that you have to dig out and see where is this coming from really? Because yeah. sometimes the answer is like, yeah, <laughs> someone else can do that. Yeah. 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 Well, that was a great so, answer. Yeah. So true. So true. Oh man, I could talk about this stuff for another whole hour, but I know. Um, I know. What are you doing we, for the rest of the week? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Goodness. We'll just have a week-long podcast. Um this God save us. I, I think right. I think the uh tools would be awesome. So we will absolutely mm-hmm. link that for um everyone listening so that they can kind of test these out for themselves, do the hard work yeah. to figure out what that what those things might be first, obviously, before we tap into that, literally tap into that. Yeah. Um so why don't you tell everyone where they can go to find you? We'll make sure to include everything in the show notes too. Awesome. Yeah, I am uh, business-whisperer.com and at chelsea.quint on the socials. I'm mostly on Instagram. That's mostly where I hang out. Love it. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea, for joining us. This has been amazing. Thank y'all. 
If you liked this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.